Hello everyone and welcome to our Year in Review Regional Roundtable Series, brought to you by the Employment Law Alliance, the largest network of labor and employment lawyers from the best law firms around the globe. My name is René Claure, partner with Moreno Valdivieso in Bolivia. The ELA Global Employment Lawyer in Review series is classically our most popular series of the year, focusing on the most impactful regulations of the past year and forecasting what employers can expect in the current year. Today, we are meeting with a member from our Latin American region. Joining us on the program is Maria Teresa Mendoza, a partner at Morgan & Morgan in Panama. Welcome to this special Year in Review podcast, Maria Teresa. Thank you for joining us. How are you today? Fine, René. Thank you very much. It is a pleasure for me to participate in this podcast. And thank you also to the ELA for the opportunity to bring the last news on labor issues in Panama. Excellent, Maria Teresa. It will be a great pleasure to have you here on our program today. Let's go to what interests our listeners. Please tell us, what were the most significant legal changes in 2022 that impacted employers in Panama? Thank you, Rene. I think the most important labor law in previous year is labor law number 321, which regulates the gender-based violence. And it is a complement for the existing law on sexual harassment. According to this law, companies have the obligation to implement a policy against any type of gender violence in the company. It regulates all the investigation process, case of complaints. It also could be just cause for dismissal. Perfect, Maria Teresa. So we can see that there are important steps taken by the government of Panama in order to promote gender equality and to avoid harassment in the place of work. Those, without a doubt, are significant changes and they make workplace better. But regulations themselves are not enough. Let us talk for a moment about the impact of leadership or government changes in your country. What leadership or government changes, if any, impacted employment law in Panama over the past year? And what changes are you anticipating in 2023? Well, not just in 2023, but in the next year, we will have the general elections. In Panama, we have the whole elections, president, mayors for all cities, and members of Congress in one day. So it would be a big day for us. And right now, everybody is in campaign. Probably most of the public officials will be resigning in the next months because they want to be candidates in the next elections. This is causing some delays in the paperwork before the government and it has an impact in the economy. So we will have elections in Panama, yes. and of course, that has an important impact in delays and paperwork to be done by employers. And aside from the paperwork and from the political changes that we might have in Panama, remote work, Maria Teresa, continues to be a hot topic for employers across the globe. How is your jurisdiction tackling this topic, such as hybrid work, 
work from home, return to office, cross-border remote work, that is work from anywhere. How is it in Panama? In Panama, is also a trending topic, the remote work. During the pandemic, it was a necessity. In fact, in 2020, we issued the first law governing remote work. Later, in 2021, we issued another decree regulating remote work. And right now, I think most of the companies have remote work at least one or two days a week. Some companies have it in complete schedule, but many, many companies have remote work. Because I think today companies have realized that their employees can be more productive working from home. There are some issues that you need to regulate. For instance, some companies give some internet allowance to the employees. According to Panamanian law, it is not mandatory, but you have to agree that with the employee. According to the law, you need to draft an agreement regulating remote work, and you have to file this agreement with the Ministry of Work. So I think in Panama, remote work is very regulated. You could do it, but you have to take all the steps that the law requires. Thank you. Thank you, Maria Teresa. Employment relations in general, and from a very broad perspective, are based on trust. And remote work challenges trust. What do you think about the future of remote work in Panama? How do you feel that employers see remote work? Of course, I understand that some employees might be happy going to work, but some others might feel happy with balance, part hybrid, part presential, part virtual. What are your general thoughts about the future of remote work? Is it in Panama to stay? More regulations are coming. What will happen with remote work? Well, I think right now we have enough regulations and the most popular way to do it is the hybrid, like one or two days a week. In some cases, companies have small offices. For instance, if you want to go to the office, you have to make a reservation of the desk and all the meeting rooms that you need to use. So most of your time you are at home and you only go to the office when you need it. That solution is becoming very popular in multinational companies. We have a lot of multinationals here in Panama. And also a very popular option is the cross-border remote work. It's becoming very popular. And that kind of cross-border remote work has another things that you need to take in consideration. For example, social security, taxes. But the good news in Panama is that we have a special law for multinational companies. According to this law, these companies could obtain a special license and have in Panama the regional center. So you could be in Panama working for other countries. In that case, you have exonerations from taxes and social securities. I think it's very important for our clients, international companies, to know that they have this opportunity in Panama. 
smart offices, a yeah. concept that is working now in Panama. And in addition to that, benefits associated to cross-border work in Panama that has a friendly environment for employment and especially for multinational companies. Thank you very much for your thoughts, for your considerations, Maria Teresa. This is all the time we have for today. I just want to thank you for sharing your insights about Panama with us in this special ELA Year in Review podcast. It was a pleasure speaking with you. It was a pleasure also for me, Rene. Thank you very much. And thank you to you listeners for tuning in. I hope that this Year in Review about employment law in Panama has been as insightful for you as it has been for me. If you would like to connect with Maria Teresa, please click on his bio in the description of this podcast. We also encourage you to reach out to any of our lawyers around the world by selecting Find a Lawyer on the ELA website at ela.law. Information about the programs available in the 2023 Year in Review series can be accessed by the notes of this podcast. You've been listening to the Year in Review Regional Roundtable, a series brought to you by the Employment Law Alliance, the world's largest network of labor and employment lawyers from the best law firms around the globe. I am Rene Claure. It's been an honor to be your host. Thanks for listening.